0: Hello, my name is Ellen Hungbo and I'm the artistic director of Constellations Chamber Concerts where we never stop exploring the connections that make life and music meaningful. Today I had a chance to talk to Grammy-nominated percussionist Ian Rosenbaum to talk about life, music, and our upcoming program rise happening right here in the heart of dc on march 18th and 19th i'll let you know more details about each concert and where you can join us after the interview so stick around to learn more Well, hello again. We're back with a member of our amazing programming team, Ian Rosenbaum. How's it going? How's life, Ian?
1: It's great. It's great. I cannot wait to be performing with Constellations again.
0: Well, as I mentioned before, it's actually a huge honor to have you join us in person, knowing how busy you are with performing everywhere and teaching in various universities. I think the last time we saw you was uh, March 2020, almost exactly two years ago, right?
1: Yeah, 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 that's right.
0: Oh my goodness. Um, Well, hey, tell us a little bit about how Sandbox Percussion, for those of you who don't know, Ian is a member of of this amazing percussion quartet based in um, New York City, Handle Pandemic. And I'm especially curious about Seven Pillars, a Grammy-nominated work by Andy Akio. that Sandbox has audio video recorded to a whole another level um, during this um, period thank
1: you yeah no i mean I, I, when when the pandemic happened i think we were we were searching for something to fill our time you know like it was so devastating on so many levels of course uh, affecting all aspects of all of our lives Yes. And solution that we found to kind of get through that was to throw ourselves into any work that we could do. So so this project, Set Seven Pillars, which is an evening length piece by Andy Akiho. It was a piece that we were supposed to give the world premiere of in April 2020. And right. so, you know, it's a it's an 80 minute piece. We had been working on the commission of it for years at that point. And we we were so upset when the premiere got canceled and we kind of saw the writing on the wall that we weren't going to be able to do the kind of live performance of that piece that we wanted to for quite a while. You know, we didn't want to do a live stream of such right. a big project. We didn't want to play it for 10 socially distanced people in a room or something like that. So right. we kind of like, we, we upended the normal order of things, you know, like in a, at least for us, what we've done in the past is when you commission a piece, you do the world premiere, you play it a lot, over the next couple of years. And then then you record the piece after that. Mm-hmm. So we just sort of mixed it up because it was COVID and we couldn't be with audiences. We recorded the piece first. So we spent much of the pandemic first with Andy finishing the composition, us learning the piece. Uh, and then we kind of like uh, you know, went off into the middle of the woods, essentially, with just the four of us and Andy and Sean Dixon, who did did the recording uh, and made this album. And as you mentioned, we made a whole series of corresponding films that go along with the right. album, but a, a kind of a recorded version of the piece that is separate from the live performance version of the piece.
0: Yeah, and I mean, the production is just amazing, amazing. And I just, I can't believe how you turned this pandemic into like such a fruitful like um, period for Sandbox. And just I, I have nothing but just pure respect for all of you for doing that.
1: Oh well, thank thank you. We're, we we feel very fortunate that you know that it was it was fruitful for Andy as well. You know that he, I know that some composers were able to write a lot, others weren't, right? Just because of everything happening, and so it ended up being the. It sounds weird to say this, but it ended up being the right thing for him in this moment to give him the space that he needed to to finish this amazing piece.
0: Yeah, I know working with Andy is tricky, right? <laughs> you just...
1: No, it's, <laughs> you know every composer has their right. own. Their, their own way of doing things and Andy like so many of us you know is is pulled in so many different directions at the yes. same time and I like I'm just looking for silver linings because everything about the pandemic was and continues to be so awful but one thing when we really looked at it that was helpful is that suddenly all the obligations that we normally had uh, were, were not there anymore so if we wanted to devote eight months straight or something like that to one project we we could.
0: Yes, yes, and I think your work with Sandbox show that like the amount of focus you all have put into this, you know, production and work, and I can't wait to see where all of that goes in the future. Thank you. Thank <laughs> well, you. let's talk a little bit about the piece you'll be performing for us on our upcoming concert. More specifically, can you tell us uh, a little bit about Kevin Puts as a composer and the piece "And Legion Will Rise"?
1: Yes, so Ke- Kevin Putz is a composer that I've admired for for a very long time. He he has this amazing ability to to, to write music that is completely tone, right? I mean right. he he's not he's not stretching boundaries with respect to harmony. Yes. But the level of craft that he has and the ability that he has to communicate these extremely uh, powerful and clear emotions through this music that he's writing. It's something that has always struck me. So I can remember hearing this piece when I was still a student. It's it's kind of a whirlwind of emotion. This piece has uh, extreme highs and extreme lows. It's sort of a virtuosic tour de force for all three of us. Um, and I've only gotten the opportunity to play it a couple of times in in, in my life. And um, every time I do, it's it's so exciting because it's just, you, you feel like you're touching the work of, of a master because every single note that he's written, every harmony, every rhythm, it feels like he poured over it for, for days and weeks and months until he found the exact perfect way to to present the, the, the piece.
0: I agree about the the aspect that you mentioned he's the emotion that he creates is so specific yeah. um, and the the piece this piece and other pieces that we've actually featured of him um, so yeah mm-hmm. we can't wait to hear this piece and um, awesome well we can't wait to have you with us in person after so many um, months and years um, thanks so much for your time today and see you soon
1: Thank you so much. I I, I can't wait for the concert. Thank you, Ellen.
0: Okay, bye. I'm so thrilled to have you all with us today as we look forward to our three concert extravaganza, Rise, marking our return to our downtown DC venue after two long years. Each of these three concerts is unique and can't be heard anywhere else, so make sure to reserve your tickets at constellationsmusic.org if you haven't already. There are two 7.30 p.m. evening concerts on Friday, March 18th and Saturday, March 19th, and our special resounding concert featuring brand new commissioned work by Daniel Pesca on 4 p.m. on Saturday, March 19th. Just a reminder, I know we're all looking forward to life beyond COVID, but we still have a few precautions for this event. Proof of vaccination is required at or before the event, and we'll be providing masks and sanitizers for anyone looking for one. It's looking like masks will be optional based on D.C. government guidance. Our top priority is always keeping our audience and artists healthy so you can just focus on taking in the incredible experience of a live chamber music concert. So see you on March 18th and or 19th, and let's celebrate the coming spring with beautiful chamber music. Until then, stay safe, healthy, and hopeful. Bye!